Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down like I have a choice. But yeah, brew some tea and then okay. spill it. Let's start the show. I literally died. <laughs> <laughs> One of those jokes you're like, should I actually be laughing at this right I now? Know. I had someone write, I had um, someone write into me on time and they're like, like, I didn't, they like, were just telling me about the show, and they're like, oh, I really like that part where you say sit down, like I chuckled, and then I like laughed, and then I looked and saw the erection in the chair, that I felt bad, but then you said it, so I was like, maybe I should <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, wow. I love it. Hello, all my tea enthusiasts and people who I bribe to listen to the show, <laughs> aka my friends. I love y'all so much. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Tay. And today, I have some really cool people here with me. Alright, you guys want to introduce yourself? Okay. Yes. So, my name is Giselle. I don't know if I'm cool, but I try to be. No, no. No, no. <laughs> She's alright. She's, She's legit. Oh, okay. Well. She's legit. And... Oh, this is Ray Sean, Rayshawn Morris. Right. Oh. Ooh, first first name is first name. I was shocked that you didn't give yours because you, you have Giselle. like Kimberly Giselle, K Giselle. It's Kimberly. Well, yeah, my first name's Kimberly. Oh, so we're just lying. Okay. Yeah, she's her. I mean, everyone always says that, but I don't know. My parents made it so hard for me and called me Kimberly. I don't understand it. But they called me Giselle since I was born. So I'm like, why wasn't my first name just Giselle? And they're like, well, we didn't think of the name to go with Giselle. So we just called you Kimberly Giselle. We called you Giselle. So they picked the middle name before they picked so the first my name. first name. It's two first names? No, like, it's my Giselle is my middle name. But my parents call me by my middle name and not my first name. See, you I will didn't, never hear I them. Didn't, I didn't get the luxury of having a middle no. name. No. Really? See, that's what I'm saying. See, no. I would rather that or rather just Giselle Johnson. I have a middle name, but I really don't. Tell people Lamont. Lamont. It's just, I'm sorry, what? Lamont. 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 Yeah, but I shared the middle name with my brother and my dad. So I guess that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, it's like a family thing. Yeah. My, there's Actually, no connection too. to mine. A cousin, too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at us. Getting to know each other. Right. I know. By name. By name. By name. Oh, yeah. So before we get into how we met and how this came to be today. We, of course, for all my tea enthusiasts, we are drinking tea. Mm-hmm. What are you guys? Good tea. What are you guys drinking? So this is Earl Grey. Grey. Cream of Earl Cream. Grey. Cream of Earl Grey. This it's stuff is delicious. good. Delicious. Good. And yeah. Then, it's delicious. And a, a helping of sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brown I wish they had the agave sticks to go with it. Have you ever had agave? I have no. 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 Agave is so good. You gotta put me on. I'm I have to. I am so selfish. I like had all of them by myself. But <laughs> cream of Earl Grey is great, and um, it's definitely a favorite of mine. If yes, I do really a rating good. on my show, so out of five teacups, how many would you give it? This five. Is, You're gonna give it a five. Yeah. This this is a, this is a five. Okay. It's a four point seven eight. Yeah. It's a five in my book. Yeah. All right. Because I drink tea. Yeah. I mean, and this is good. I mean, my tea levels aren't very. I green tea. Giselle, I have Giselle black tea. Like, it's so good, but I don't want to drink anymore. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want it it's to so end. good. I don't want to drink it. I don't want it to end. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I just don't want it to stop. Exactly. <laughs> we have more hot water. This thing called we water. 
<laughs> well, today I am drinking the tea from David's Tea called Me To We, and I really love what uh, this tea, it actually tastes good, and it has, let me read the ingredients, it has apple, pineapple, fig, ooh, I don't like figs typically, but it's good, cranberry and, and stevia extract and raspberries, and what I really love about this tea is that when you buy it, uh, a part of the sale goes to the Me To We Foundation, which mm. helps provide relief all across like in Africa and like bringing clean water mm. to everyone. So even if I didn't water. like it, yeah, so even if I didn't like it, I would have still Just enjoyed it, but I genuinely do like it. Not a classic favorite, but I would definitely give it about, let's give it a 3.8 out of 5. And you said you said this is the fruity one, the one that smells. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's a right. fruit. That, it smelled amazing. It smelled really good. Really but I was like, this smells like juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just had a smoothie, so. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of us, it's actually kind of a weird, weird thing that happened. Just, so, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's really Hollywood. It's just a it just yeah, just a life action. Just one of those crazy moments in life. So the other day, it was actually like three days ago. Mm -hmm. Wednesday. Wednesday. So it'll be about a week when this comes out um, since we have known each other. Yeah. But it went about, let me take you back a week. So a week ago, I was online and I saw an opportunity to get tickets to Jimmy Kimmel. And I adore Jimmy Kimmel. I love, I love watching all of his videos, all mm -hmm. of his challenges. But what really caught my attention was the fact that Oprah... Like the O. The Oprah. I thought she was lying about it first. Though. The Big O. You were the one who found it? Yes. So I went to like one iota yes. and, and submitted, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, you know, you have tickets available. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I clicked on it. They didn't have the guest at the time when I got the tickets, but I kept checking back every week Wait. to see. And finally it said Oprah, and I was just like. Wait, so you got oh. the tickets not knowing who was going to be on it? Yeah. It was just like a cool experience. I know True. he was coming into town. Let's do something fun. Oh, and we got them. For reference, these two, these two are a couple, and they're really cute. You know what's so funny? Okay, let me get to like the line. But so I found these tickets, uh, and I saw that it was Oprah, and my mom and I are completely obsessed. Like, who, who is isn't it? right? And um, and then I was put on a wait list, and then two days later, I got told that it was sold out, and I wasn't gonna really? go. I was heartbroken. But the night before, I got another email saying, "Hey, so some tickets have." Wow, that's too. so awesome. Yeah. Look at that. Look. Oh my gosh. <laughs> look at that. The coincidence, like, that's crazy. Yeah, look at God, right? And I was um, super excited. And so mm -hmm. we go, and the process, if you've ever been to a TV show, is you have a wait in line for outside. Like two hours. Yeah, for a very long time. It was, <laughs> thing, it was hot, but like not unbearably yeah. hot. Mm -hmm. And so we waited outside the Jimmy Kimmel Studios, and while in line, Typical of my mom. My mom is the kind of person to she's she's sitting over there smirking. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus, mom. But she's the kind of person to make friends with everyone. I'm way more like once you get to know me, I'm a huge personality. Mm -hmm. But I am I can be I'm very same. shy. I'm the same. But my mom full force went in there. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, hey guys. Yeah, I was like, what was the first? What was the initial know. thing that I feel like she I gave someone a compliment or. Something, something happened and it just and we're lying together sitting in the heat so we're just naturally talking. Bringing, we're talking. Yeah. I'm trying to think right now too what, what, what was, was the, the initial, first what was the initial thing I don't know what you're talking about her hair color yeah I mean oh. her hair color I'm like, yeah. oh, 
Yeah. But I asked her to take pictures of us. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yes. She asked us to take a picture. Yeah. So she was like, oh, oh man, I don't like my hair color. And I was just like, what? what's wrong with your hair color? I don't like that's your it, hair that's color. That's what it was. It was like, <laughs> my, mom, my mom is currently going under a hair color crisis. Like, she is currently in the... Transition. Oh, it's Tran- a transition. Transition. <laughs> Get it right. Transitional period for my mom's hair. <laughs> And she just kind of figuring out what color she wants. So mm-hmm. she was very self-conscious about it, but felt the need to talk about it yes. in public. <laughs> and she was like, um, I don't know. Can you take a photo of us? But I don't know if my hair, my hair is, is do you like the color? And oh, of course, God. one thing led to another and we started talking. Yeah. And I, we came to find out that we have a lot of similar interests. Yes. And so, do. Giselle, you tell us why, we, why you're out in the good California <laughs> Okay, well, I was fortunate enough to get an internship this summer in LA, the capital of entertainment, yes. and I work for a show called Hollywood Today Live with Bite Size TV, and it's a fairly new show. They started off online, so like digital content. We were, I think going, I remember like going on to Bite Size TV. Yes, yeah. yes. They have like, like even it's reached Canada very Yeah, well. I mean, they're doing really well, and so now they're back on the linear side of things because Fox bought the show for syndication. So that's what I work on. It's an entertainment talk show, so they talk, they gossip about like celebrity news and do fun games, and of course celebrities come on the show and interview about things that are coming out, so it's fun seeing all the celebrities, and in my first two weeks, like Tia Mari was there, Terrence J was there, Melissa Peterman from Reba, like oh, a whole bunch Terrence of amazing Day. people. Terrence Tori Spelling was there this week. You got a crush on Terrence Terrence J. No, Terrence Chase, my husband, he just doesn't oh, know. Oh, he's so fine. He doesn't know it yet. He's what? <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. No, he's not as fine as you. That is not as fine as you. Come on. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, well, so back to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel literally just like looked at her like, he's so over me right now. He's, he's like, well, I was looking at Tia Moore. Right, right. Like, hey. No, no, he has Garcelle. Garcelle's. Garcelle. Um, oh, she's one of the hosts. So she's one of the hosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's so rude. I know. I know, totally know who you're talking about. Really? Do you, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's on the Jamie Foxx. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah, from the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah, yeah, so no, she's yeah. the host on the show now. No, like I, I watched. So I. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, and Ross. Ross is amazing. What is he like? I was, He's, no. Just like know. how he is on TV, that's how he is in person. It's, he seems to have a kind of personality to be very. He seems like he doesn't seem fake. He seems no, genuine. He is. I've been a fan since he was on uh, Chelsea Lately. Me too. I, the last time right, I was he was like here. a Jay Leno for me, and he did like E News or Entertainment. Uh-huh. One of those. Like he's great. He does the red carpet. Yes, yes, that's what it is. So he's great. That's so good because yeah. sometimes you know, not not that he's an idol of mine or anything, but sometimes when you meet your idols or meet celebrities, you completely changes your opinion mm-hmm. and yes. view of them once you actually get to meet mm-hmm. them, and you're like. You almost regret it. Yeah. Like, I wish. I get what it. It's crazy because I've had a lot of experiences like that lately. Um, our back at school at Howard, we have this event called Howardwood. So I was student coordinator this year, okay. and we had celebrities come in for that. And Shamik Moore, I don't want to burn any bridges, but Shamik Moore from Dope. I don't know. He's like the lead character of Dope. Yeah. He comes and he's like requesting Fiji water and like these weird bars. These bars. Yeah, these bars, some kind of bar. I can't remember the name of it. And we're like, okay, so this is like at 11 o'clock at night, so we rush out before the store is closed. We go to Walmart, it wasn't there. We go to Target, it wasn't there. And all of a sudden, someone's like, oh, it's in the vitamin shop. There, there's the, I can't think of the name of the bar, but there there it is. is oh, it like great. A, uh, what's it called? Not the health bar, it's... Um, it is like... The good pine bars? No. 
Yeah. It was, I, I thought I'm going to think about it as soon as this is over. But like, we go, and I think the bars were like 10, just ridiculously expensive, like $10 or something a pop. Did you help coordinate it too? Yeah, I was a I was a volunteer for it. Um, it was a great experience, but yeah, that was we were running. It was yeah, crazy, was and then he eats easy. like one or two. Oh, like he didn't even eat them. It was crazy. So that was a disappointing because like I loved him in Dope. I loved that movie, and then to see that that was just him, yeah, kind of disappointing. Very. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the scary thing, right? When, yeah. But it's good that so you've had a good experience with her. Overall, yes. Hollywood Today Live is great, and I'm the only intern there, so they give a lot of attention to me and help me move around. And this week I'll be working with the producers, so I have to get in at like five o'clock in the morning. But I'm ready. I'll be ready for it. Yeah. Bye. She's gonna be there at three thirty. And so, Rachel, you've come down for the I, week. Yeah, I came for the week to visit Giselle and come to oh, LA for oh, the first time. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, 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 to see yeah. Uh So yeah, this is my first experience in LA. Had a great experience so far. Just got to do a lot, so it's been really fun. Yeah. Um, actually got to see a taping of Hollywood Today Live on Friday, yesterday. Well, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, and that was that was really fun. That was yeah. that was really really fun. And yeah, I'm a film major as well. Or did we did we discuss that? No, we no. haven't. So <laughs> no. So the reason, like, when we were, so again, while we were in line, we were getting to know each other, and we obviously realized we all have um, the same interest in yeah. the media. Obviously, I think I've mentioned it before on my podcast, but I am a student in a media program in Toronto um, at Ryerson University, and I hope to evidently pursue a career using my voice and my words to, you know, make... It's great poetry, by the way. Since we follow each other on Instagram. And I saw those quotes. Oh. And it was funny because I was like, this is so great. I and then them. I would see your, like, signs. But I was like, wait. I was like, no, no. She she writes this. Like, I was telling you, like, this is amazing. And I just paid them um, $50 per uh, compliment. So, uh, you guys were going to check with me. I was Because so, most people, like, they repost other people's yeah. quotes. Yeah, but for you to actually, like, write your own. And, like, you keep, because I'm really, I'm trying to, like, redesign my Instagram. She's been yeah, trying to, trying to, to, she's been so to redesign her Instagram. Instagram for like okay. six months. Yes. She's, I'm gonna go with I like, can't think of a theme. You know, I saw pops of blue, blue tones. <laughs> I, w- I only want to use the, the Aiden um, the exactly. Aiden filter. But yours but hers is like it looks and it looks nice aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. That's what's made me keep you know scrolling what? down. I really I really appreciate that because recently what since uh, my writing has started to become more like where I'm gonna start getting majority of my business mm-hmm. but one thing I kept getting from so every quote on my poetry account which is at TaylorLN underscore writes if okay, you're not the show, oh oh no I, I will plug several <laughs> times feel free to drop it in there so yeah, Rayshawn Morris yes <laughs> Rayshawn with the R-A <laughs> yes yes yeah, better <laughs> no please feel free um I try everything written with a back with a black background mm-hmm. is my work, which is pretty much everything mm-hmm. on there. Um, but I got, kept getting messages from people, potential sponsors, and like, oh, we like your following, but we don't really know how we're going to be able to integrate into your site because you just post quotes mm-hmm. and you don't have any availability. So now what I turn to do is um, integrate like photos more so of me, mm-hmm. but again, keeping it aesthetically pleasing. Please, because please. I, one thing I do not like is a messy account. Like, mm-hmm. gotta keep it together. And you don't want to see my face. Okay. <laughs> no, but if it's like if it's like your main means of 
like for me, like writing is. Oh, like is your, oh, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. like my poetry and quotes besides yeah. my podcast is like my everything. Like yeah. what I'm going to do, branch off there, do yeah. mugs, cards, mm-hmm. t shirts. So that's like my business. Gotcha. So if, you, wherever your business you don't, is. Don't have a sloppy brain. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like almost like going to a messy, like a not put together website. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it has to. It's it has to look good. It has so, to make sense, and it makes make people want to come back and see more. So what, that's what I saw. What's wrong with your what's? Why, why do I ask Rachel? What's wrong with her account? What? No, I don't think anything's wrong with her account. She just feels like she wants to have kind of a theme going with her account, yeah. which I understand. But it's it's not her main means of. Uh, it's, no, it's not because no. she has a website, so it's that is her Instagram's kind of personal. So okay. I thought you can kind of do whatever. So yeah, I have a account. personal account yeah. that is just completely just mm-hmm. random photos. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. See, and I struggled with that because I had a business account. I had like my real vintage. Real vintage is my company, so I had a real vintage hey, account. Hey, girl, talk about had, it. What? Tell me more about vintage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an aspiring producer and writer. So what I've learned is I really enjoy helping pe- help people bring their ideas to life. Mm-hmm. And people don't know how to do it. I don't know. To, and to me, like makes perfect sense. But some people really need help, like organizing and finding a cast and finding locations. And I wouldn't even know how to do. She's. I have an, and she's like I just know how to Sorry? do it. She's the queen of spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. She loves Spread, spreadsheets. I love color coding. I love oh, folders. So you're one of those people who actually puts on their resume that they know how to use Excel and are not like. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a game. You don't understand. This is not a game. organization. <laughs> I mean, because it truly isn't like a skill. I've been learning from that because she's just like, why isn't this? Like this whole week, she's been like bugging me about not planning the week. <laughs> it's vacation. Why am I stressing about? Yeah, but planning? I let that one go. Oh. I we we came to agree. We came to agree. We're just gonna live. But life. for a shoot for like films, yeah. or like series, you have to be organized. Yeah, this yeah, is true. no, it's true. So, you have to be like everyone's favorite intern, honestly. Like you're like, oh, so we need to do X, Y, Z, and I've scheduled you for six p.m. She actually, but it makes her happy because what? I feel like I make people happy, and I, I enjoy seeing look on people's faces when they co- go to a set. And everything's like together. Yeah, and it doesn't. Nothing brings me more joy. And from my experience working with her, it just. Everything just flows so much better. If you don't have, you know, the organization beforehand, you can be on set for hours. It's, gonna, it's just gonna go down. Oh no! Because with film, especially with independent film, we're not on a union. It's students too. We're not on a union, mm-hmm. so you can literally have especially, six, twelve-hour shoots. Especially with when no you have, food. and you're working with people, and no, when you have literally no budget, like yeah. you have to be on time. You have to, you know, keep up with, you know, what you promise. Especially when you're working with several other people on yeah. a, a film set. You're working with at least 10 people yeah. usually you know usually that's the not three cheating. the three times i've done uh background work mm-hmm. two of the times were very great mm-hmm. experiences but the one set i was on it was so disorganized and it drove me crazy because yeah. nobody knew what they were doing no but it was just and that's mess. what happened i had a bad experience with that and i was just like never again and I completely just changed, and I just got really good at producing. So yeah. that's what real vintage is. I just I produce people's projects, so they reach out to me, and I charge them now. I've gotten hey. to that point. Hey. I charge. Yeah. So yeah. And my slogan is: Every dreamer needs a real plan. Real R E E F. R E E F. R E E F. Now I don't. I don't mean to get too personal, but is that the reason for your tattoo? 
Well, no, and this isn't. I, I actually love explaining this, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so, I think from my angle, it looks like a dream catcher. Yes. Am I wrong? No, you're okay. right. It's a dream catcher in the shape of a Jesus fish. So, I'm a Christian. Um, my dad's a pastor. So, I grew up. Okay, so mid conversation, my mom has gotten up. Yeah. <laughs> she is currently crouched over like Annie Leibowitz and is taking a photo. Yeah. So, for the longest, I wanted a Christian fish on yeah. my wrist. And I used to draw it every day since I was, like, in high school. But for some reason, I kept stopping. Like, I wouldn't go and actually get it. But one day, I was just like, dream. I'm a huge dreamer. Like, that's what I do. Dream yeah. catcher. I printed out that, and I printed out a Christian fish. I was like, you know what? This is the tattoo I want to get. And I took it to the tattoo shop. And the guy drew it, and I literally, like, screamed. And I was like, yes, this is it. So to me, it's just like Jesus is my dream catcher. Like, he gives me the dreams, and I catch them. Or vice versa, I dream, and he catches them and helps them become a reality. That's a really good So that's what I will definitely, is. my mom, like I said, was having a photo shoot during that entire yeah. conversation <laughs> about the tattoo. So I will make sure to put up a photo of um, her tattoo. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome because I looked online later after I got I was like, let me see if anyone else has this. And I have yet to find anyone with this tattoo. So I feel pretty special. See, that's the difference between you and me. And, well, I have two. Mm-hmm. And everybody has my tattoos. Which but, tattoos do you But they, they really do mean a lot to me. So on my left um, forearm, mm-hmm. I have a tattoo that says Believe. Okay. Um, I got this when I was 16 years old. Wow. So I was injured at 14. Mm-hmm. At 16... Um, I asked my mom to get a tattoo. My best friend who's been, well, I, I say best friend, but I have many best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lara, she uh, got a tattoo for me when I was in the hospital mm-hmm. of a tea with angel wings. And I told her wow. when I get out and I'm like healthy enough that I'm gonna go get a tattoo with her. So we both have believed. Wow. And That's then beautiful. my other tattoo is I have a small cross mm-hmm. on my wrist I know to symbolize that. my faith. And some people are like, oh, it looks like a T. And I'm like, well, you know, it's yeah, Taylor. Yeah, it kind of fits. Taylor yeah. T. Yeah. Christ, you know, yeah. so. Um, yeah, I think tattoos are great, especially. I, especially if they they're meaningful. Meaningful, exactly. So. So you, how long have you been working on um, with your production company? Or like, how long have you been like having it established? Uh, so I would say t- t- 2014 um, is when I started it, but I would say I officially really launched it in 2015 in January. So okay. it's been about a year, almost two years. Two years in January. That's exciting. Yeah. So my very first show it was a talk show called Up in Flames, and okay. it was four girls and. It was business, like we had, I had a correspondent for each, so it was business, politics, uh, entertainment, and health and beauty, and so they would talk about those four different topics, and then we would do a panel discussion, and I was just a producer on it, but then things just happened, I ended up being also a correspondent, the political correspondent, so that was my first experience, and that was rough, like I had no clue what I was doing, I wasn't organized, yeah. we didn't have sound equipment, I was doing the camera, it was just a lot going on, I was like, okay, so the next thing that I do I want to make sure that it's organized, and that's when I fell into producing, almost. I was like, well, this is how I want the spreadsheet, so I'm going to do a spreadsheet for this, but then it turns out that actually yeah. it's a job, and I didn't know that. <laughs> she, she, was, she, yeah, she was just doing things. Well, not with Up in Flames. Actually, we didn't we know met, each other yet. Yeah, we, we didn't know, know any, We didn't meet each other until she was starting her second uh, mm-hmm. production. We had a class together, because we're at both uh, Howard. at Howard University in Washington, D.C. Yeah. That's not so fun. It's yeah. pretty popular. I mean, it's, it's, it's a popular. You guys are like this style. Like how? Well, <laughs> you kind of like roll over to it. Okay, I like Howard. No, no. I mean, Howard. Oh, Howard's heard of Howard. It's Howard. 
interesting. No, how is Howard, but then Howard can be no. how Howard. It could be interesting too. Yeah, like that's another podcast. That's a, that's a whole other whole other episode on Howard Bursey. But we both are media journalism and film majors, concentration in film. Um, and we had a class together. Um, and I saw her. I I spoke to her because we were both on our way to the same class. And I remember her because she was on like her dorm debate team. And I, I wish she, you guys could stalking me. I wish you I guys wasn't could see stalking. the way she's looking no, at me. One thing about me, I have a really good memory, so I remember everybody, and I remember faces really well. And I remember she lost to my dorm's <laughs> debate They cheated. Team. They did not cheat. Yes. They won, and she was mad, and she's been salty ever since. Still salty. <laughs> but I, yes. I spoke to her. I was like, oh, were you on the debate team, blah, blah, blah. And then we were walking to the same way, so we were going to the same class, whatever. And then I ended up just happening to sit next to her. And he sits by me. Like this weird purposefully, but it wasn't even like on a romantic thing. Where I'm just a nice person. I can't, I can't like I'm just a really nice person. No, but um. So, so I'm a great, I'm great company. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I mean. Like you like just so you didn't even have to like slide into the DMs. You just sat beside her. I, I mean, she. Can, so I'm, I'm a great person. Yeah. We should get to know each other pretty much. I mean, it kind of just. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty but much. but then from there she gives me like a, a flyer. I want like, him to audition to audition for her. Um, for her web series, Bad Religion. Um, and I didn't even audition. I ended never, up, I never contacted her. Life happened. Life happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But but we had the same class and we're in the same group um, for the class. And we just got cool ever since. Mm-hmm. And then... The rest is history. The rest is history. That's awesome. Yeah. And so you, your racial and your interests include... Um, I'm primarily into directing. Um, yeah. So we've... Uh, her and I have both actually um, done two projects together now. Mm-hmm. Um, my for our first one was Pie in the Sky. Giselle wrote it. I directed. Um, it was about uh, what's what's the log line? You want to you give them the uh, a pubescent girl struggling with new feelings of arousal <laughs> has oh. a oh. burning question. Her religious parents refuse to answer. Yes. Yeah, so it's oh, okay. so it's basically about uh, a young Christian girl going through puberty and having questions about you know sex and things like that, but yeah. it's unable to ask them because of how strict her, rela- her religious, her religious upbringing. exactly so it's just basically that's really relatable actually for a lot of people yeah. mm-hmm. I mean that's actually kind of it was kind of she had very similar you know connections Experience. experiences yeah. um, and then our second one we actually just shot about two months ago now mm-hmm. uh, it's called The Civilian um, still working on um, production or post production with that and it's a, a period piece um, about voting rights in the United States. Um, oh, about, that's timely. Uh, exactly, exactly. It's, it's timely, and it's about um, poll taxing and literacy tests. Um, okay. So it's, it's chanting an army, a black army veteran, and goes to take literacy. They used to make black um, black people take literacy tests in order to vote. So you, they would ask you random questions about just random things. Who was the third governor of such and such and, you know, what street did he live so on? So they were, tr- like, yeah. you know what, I'm not even going to pretend like I knew all of this, so they were trying to, like, big, put up huge barriers yeah, to yeah, them, yeah, just get them not to vote. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because yeah. we thought this was, like, a well-known thing, but and the more we explained, a lot of people didn't know about it. And, so it, it yeah. and I based it off of a novel um, called If We Must Die. Um, it was a novel created in, what, the early 60s or late 50s? Yeah. And um, it was just channeling that whole scenario. And they would just make you do... They would just ask you these very arbitrary questions, and if you didn't know them, you couldn't vote. So it's just basically channeling that, or you know, talking about that um, situation. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I thought it was timely. I thought it was relevant. And you know, even now, there's a lot of barriers they try to put on um, people of color. Just and it just seems like they're all in like black areas. 
like where they make you do extra steps in order to get your voter registration card, et cetera, et cetera. And especially in an uh, election where it's very race related or yeah. very, you know, you know, that's a you know a prominent issue. I think it was important to talk about this. Um, so yeah, I've definitely worked with her on both of these, you know, very important projects and important, you know, so i you know, she set the, the bar high for me as far as producers and just working with people because she's, it's, she's Put in her time. Yeah. Because a lot of times student production is just, just a mess. They're yeah. Just, they're a mess. So I think what's yeah. been, what I was super shocked about because my program is really well known in uh, Canada and we also have a lot of people from, um, obviously when you want to make a program, you come, oh, you want to come back here to LA. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of our student projects have gone on to be in TIFF or work. So you, it's kind of like a hit and miss at times. Yeah. You can have the range of people just like, what have mm -hmm. you learned since you've been exactly. here? Or like, where is your passion? And you figure out along the way the people who are truly interested yeah. in creative uh, content. And then we've definitely realized who's, who's about it and who's not. And people who complain about issues with, you know, stuff and mm -hmm. aren't willing to change it. And we've come, we're about this life. Yeah, and, we've found know. a group of people that are also about That's it. So we just tend yeah. to like stick together when yeah. it comes to projects. And That's the most important thing. And a lot of times it's really not a lack of talent. A lot of the, we're working with a lot of amazing, talented people at our university. Yeah. It's just, some, it's just organization a lot of yeah. times. So that's yeah. why. Hey, yeah, I, that checklist. That's where she comes in. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and you know, it's just about, you know, learning, you know, I mean, it's a student, so we're all learning here. So I think that's one of our biggest issues as students is learning how to organize and put our thoughts together. Yeah. But I think that's, a, that could, could, we could say that's a millennial thing too. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. I, think, hop around. I think yeah. we are growing up in the generation with the most potential, mm -hmm. but a lot of us are, not me, not me, <laughs> but there are a lot of millennials who are so capable but are so lazy yes. and are and they want we're living in a society of instant gratification yeah, yeah i was thinking about that too and you i think we were talking about this mm -hmm. before we started recording but um people need to recognize that it to do something great in the the luckiest chance it'll happen overnight mm -hmm. but you need but for the majority of people you need to put in that time that mm -hmm. work that even at times free labor yeah. in order to have a res like a result mm -hmm. later on down the road. I yeah. so agree with and that's like internships, putting in like you may not like the position you're in right now, um, mm -hmm. but you I have from I've done I think three internships uh, with Global News, which is in Canada, mm -hmm. uh, Entertainment Tonight Canada, mm -hmm. and the Olympic Canadian Olympic Committee. Mm -hmm. And in each individual internships, I've been able to take so much out of it and mm -hmm. realize the areas that I don't like and the areas exactly. I want to pursue because you don't want to waste your time getting into a paid job right mm -hmm. when you don't like it that's the worst so thing. I said like I put in a lot of work into what I do but I love it, it doesn't even feel like like I'm working because mm -hmm. I love to do it so much and also yeah. internships are so important like my freshman year I just like hit the ground running and just have not stopped because they're so important. You make so many connections and you learn so much, so much. And a lot of people think that when you're a freshman or something like that, you can't intern, but that's a complete, that's no, a lie. I went out and got my first internship without, like, without the help of my school. Like, I, in first year, it's like, I am Can't wait. As yeah. soon as, because when you see internships, like, you need to be in a program mm -hmm. or something. I was like, as soon as I had that behind me, mm -hmm. like, saying I'm going to a school that is media production based, mm -hmm. I'm like, 
hire me. Yeah. I will yeah. sit here and I will learn. And they really believe me. Like, if you show that you care about it, companies believe in Like, they just do. Yeah. And then once you get that one name on your internship, like, on your resume, it, it just helps. goes up from there. Yeah, yeah it, it helps. helps. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I agree with what you were saying about millennials it's just like we've had so much access to information since we were born you know we just always have instant you know whatever and it's like we 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 have goals millennials we definitely have goals and we have the capability we have the talents it's just like we we expect it to come right instantly and we don't have a path a lot of times like we don't we we know what we want but we don't know exactly how to get there and once you see the steps you typically have to take to get there you're like no. Ah, but I'm also good at this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's a lot. We're we're kind of all over the place. But I have faith in our generation, and we're capable. Oh, yeah. And I feel like we don't get enough credit too at times as well. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, so. I know. I wasn't trying to at all bash our. Oh no no no! Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. bash. I mean, bash bash. We bash. You know, no, there's a difference between bashing and critiquing. I feel like yeah. we're we're talented people. Yeah. But we also have to. I mean, we're so capable. We're, we're yeah. so capable. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like we just don't know how to get there. And I mean, you can put the you can put the blame on. I mean, because a lot of times, it's like millennials, blah blah blah. But I mean, we were raised by somebody, so yeah. just, just <laughs> saying. Why don't, why don't we look back a generation and then, <laughs> as I sip this tea? Yeah, as I sip this tea. As I sip this tea. <laughs> <laughs> it could be yes, but sip. We're looking at you. See, but that's the great thing. Like when you meet people who have the same amount of drive, I think that's why we uh, instantly connected. Exactly. In the line, in the hot yeah. sun. Just the aura. The aura. Yeah, you could just, just tell. I, get, I, I remember uh, leaving that day and I was like to my mom, I'm like, these... These are good people. Like you can just we tell were saying the same thing. thing. <laughs> like, we were yeah. saying the same thing. I was like, I was like, these are just like you can tell they're good people, and you guys come from out of state, so to tell you're from Tim. Yes, yeah, from Texas. Texas. I have to say, like Beyonce. Yeah. I know that's my sister. Texas. And she's from Houston too. I actually am from Houston. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Houston. Yep. So and she, you originally are from. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, it's Missouri. Midwest. Missouri. Yeah, the Lou, Mizzou, Confederate flag. Just, no, I mean, <laughs> that was a thing too. You know? always have to. I mean, it was a thing. Head. It was a thing. Confederate flags are around on their belt buckles, on their hats, you know, on the back of the trucks, you know. Yikes. But it's just, it's just interesting. But I mean, it was Missouri. Cause I, so I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and I grew up there for a while. And then I moved to Jefferson City, Missouri, which is the capital okay. of Missouri. But it's actually smaller than a lot of the places in yeah. yeah. The, I was like one public high school, one private high school. It was, it was it was pretty small. So that's when I was exposed to more of the the that that kind of country, you Mentality. know, conservative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. It's yeah. you know, like growing up in Canada and hearing about uh, America and the South, and it's just I like all of us are just like it's just such a different world yeah. i grew up i grew up in toronto mm-hmm. which has been dubbed on many lists as the most multicultural accepting city mm-hmm. in the entire world and like we're we there's so many like there's so many places to say like toronto is the best city to raise a family toronto is the best city mm-hmm. for this and that so when i'm like growing up i'm like this is great what is that but you hear and when you get older you hear things you're like wait people people think what now yeah. like we are yeah. like are we in 2016 or are yeah. we in 2016? we have a good friend from toronto and she says the exact same yeah. thing yeah. She, she never experienced anything like until it. she came here because yeah. she goes to howard as well yeah. Um, she's pretty popular. She is the best. Shout out to Rita. Yeah. Um, yes, Rita. Yes, yep. Rita Okolo. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, she was just like, this is not the same. 
And but I've kind of gotten used to it, and I've just I mean, well, it's always ever known. So yeah, it's kind of always yeah, always ever known. I've, yeah, I've never lived in a world where I didn't see some some news story about something that happened to a black person, or my dad coming home and complaining about some white police officers. Like I've never grown up in a mm-hmm. world where that. Was Even though you said Houston itself was was less. Than Lu- yeah, Houston is not half as bad as like St. Louis, but I still mm-hmm. live in Texas, so yeah. I drive an hour one way or another. You run into some little town yeah. that. Gives you and it's interesting. And a lot of times, it's just people just don't know anything. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's, ignorance it's, it's, it's is a, bliss. Ignorance is bliss, and people think that they know, and you really don't. And and I've experienced that a lot because growing up in Jeff City, you know, being one of black, one of you know, very few black people in my classes, I was, you know, having to defend myself often. And I was on the speech and debate team, and they were always just like test you and test your intelligence, test what you knew. Oh, you're not black enough. You're not white enough. Or black black people thinking, oh, you want to be white. Blah blah blah. It's just a lot of people don't know certain mm-hmm. things. So it's just like you have to first you have to let them know. You know, yeah. and, and doing it. Well, I like to do it in a very sarcastic way. I like to make people very passive aggressive. Very passive aggressive. Hey, about, sometimes the way to get through pe- to people is through humor. Yeah. Because exactly. otherwise, it will go yeah. over the head. I think yeah. it's the it's kind of like the catch twenty two when. Obviously, through education and through having mm. discussions mm-hmm. like these, and mm. for me coming over here and listening to American news, you yeah. when all that stuff about the Confederate flag, which was like really well publicized the last mm. year, it might have been still this year. Um, it it shows people that like, hey, like we need to make some changes, and yeah. not everyone thinks the way you think, and um, but you know through education mm. and through. Conversations. Exactly, exactly. And that's why education is very important. You know, you hear stories about people trying to take out slavery out of history books and stuff. That happened in Texas. Yeah. Because Texas... Things make, like that happen. And it's just like, you can't... We can't ignore the fact that it did... That, you know, it happened. Yeah. Now it's just about moving forward. And that's one thing that really gets me because a lot of people always want to tweet about it or get really mad about it and post these articles and, you know, talk about it. But shout, it's just like, out, what are we actually shout doing? Shout out to Black Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Black <laughs> you Twitter. You know, but like... I'm a, I'm a plan person, so I'm just like, what steps are we taking to yeah. fix it other than complaints? And it's a mixture of both. You, you need a lot because if you don't say you, you have a plan and you put try to put the plan in action, but if it doesn't have publicity, it can get shoved under the rug. Yeah. So it, you need you need both avenues to get things done, but you know you can't just have one. You can't just complain about it. what are the policies we're gonna make to you know make sure this actually happens. Right. And a lot of people are scared to do that or just want to keep things the same. And yeah. And it's kind of like the the. Thing I've learned from being in media and uh, going to school and all those things is the media is so good and it can do such wonders mm-hmm. but if the other side with anything that's new or revolutionary or very impactful there's a completely different oh I think the media take, is you the take, most powerful thing no, in the world and that's social actually media yeah, alone. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. What, drew, what drew me to me well it was two things Growing up, I was just a big fan of uh, movies. Me and my mom, that was like our thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I saw the impact it can have on actually making change. change so, yeah. combining those things, my love for that and making change, which was like this. I, is, I always said that too. My, mm-hmm. re- my original reason for getting into media was to tell truthful stories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tell stories from like the raw and open side, no matter how hurtful or how crazy mm-hmm. it is like get the truth out there mm-hmm. and let mm-hmm. people digest it as they well exactly so. and stories that aren't told there's a lot of stories about a lot of different people that yeah. aren't so we kind of see the same, same stories perpetuating over and over and that's what got me like 
where I come from. Cause I'm just like, there are so many other sides to people and, mm -hmm. and, and races and stuff that we don't see. I don't know why we mm -hmm. go to the same stories and the same backgrounds and mm -hmm. the same personalities. Like, we what are was the last time you saw like a, besides Bollywood, like a, a feature film story about uh, starring in Indian family. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you, those are the, mm -hmm. those are the kind of, and Asian they have arts, such yeah. rich culture mm -hmm. that we just don't know about. Yeah. Like, even, even, I know we, like, black, black people and our stories aren't told, but we are even more told than, mm -hmm. besides it the uh, like white stories we are the most told you yeah. know what I mean I there's so many other races that are begging to be told so exactly. I think it's important that if you belong and you are of that race and if you have lived those lives and felt and um, experienced those things from your ancestors if you get the opportunity to use mm -hmm. it to share it because exactly. there are keen people I am so keen right. to learn more mm -hmm. exactly it's the responsibility just, of our generation yeah I feel like and I feel like we're stepping up to play another thing I was speaking when we were talking about millennials we're, I'm, we're very vocal and we, oh, we yeah. kind of really don't care and I, I feel like that's just being with you, that's just with youth anyway I feel like yeah. the more the older we get the more I guess reserved or conservative we get but mm -hmm. I mean, I appreciate it. You know, I go to a school with very vocal people. I mean, you know, social media, we're, we're very, you know, very vocal crowd. And, yeah, we just got to channel that focus, you know. For, yeah, to make positive and genuine change. Mm -hmm. Positive. Positive. That's positive. Yeah. And speaking of change, do you two plan on moving out here one day? I mean, I know. I we do. I do as well. <laughs> I know. I do. <laughs> I'm about this life. I am. Yeah. I, this is my first week in LA, and I plan on spending many more weeks in LA. Mm -hmm. I'm still currently in DC, um, but I mean, because I still have one more year of college. Yeah, we, we, we yeah have, me too. We're going to our transition to our senior year of college, but after that, the West seems like a pretty good place to be. Yeah, I love it out here. Yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. It was an important summer because I wanted to see if I could do it, if I could live out here, if I would like it, and so far. So and I think it's, you know, it's a story that you hear quite often, but it's the big risk that you take in uprooting your life. I know for me, that's what it is and what yeah. it's going yeah, it to be Canada, moving right? forward. Yeah, yeah eventually I want to be up here full time. And mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot, and I don't have family out here, mm -hmm. and it's going to be different, but I know, because I'm so passionate like you guys. Exactly. exactly. That's, totally and that's possible. all you need. And then you have us. Yeah. I know. Exactly. We can be family. We really could. So, I mean... And it's just crazy, because like, I'm talking, because I'm not, I'm not a talker. She, she's really not, like... So, I feel very comfortable. See, that makes me happy. Yeah. That's when you know that you meet the right people, when you can instantly yeah. feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's what I felt like with you guys. Exactly. And, and I feel like it's totally possible, especially um, coming here. Like, I've me transitioning from St. Louis, Missouri, or Missouri in general, Jeff City, Missouri, whatever you want to call it, to Washington, D.C. was a culture shock. But, I mean, having a support system who, who were pushing you, saying, go do it. Like, my mm -hmm. parents were always go do it live you want to live outside of missouri go so coming i've never been on the east uh, prior to going to college i've never been to the east coast so i went to howard's campus not knowing what it looked like i just i just ended up, you just ended up it's like while well, i'm doing this you know, i knew i wanted to be there i always knew that but I, I didn't see what it was like you know coming from humble beginnings i you know we just couldn't afford to necessarily just go and visit you know washington dc yeah. um but i went there and I mean, didn't look back. I didn't really get homesick. Me and my mom, we, we talk every day. <laughs> for, you know, long periods of time. So, I mean, <laughs> she, yeah. she, she's giggling. She's like, I know. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I mean, because it was just you know single parent lifestyle, only child lifestyle. That's just kind of what it is. I mean, yeah, my dad is in my life too, but me and my mom lived together, you know, and we moved away, so we were very close. Um, so we were always like this, you know, live, you know, experience life, travel, see the world. So I'll, that's good that you have us. That's yeah. exactly. Like that's that. all we need, and you know, same with her. Her family's been with her, you know, telling her to go and travel the world yeah. and live life. And uh, you as well. Well, no. well, not <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, they want to keep her. We come from two different backgrounds, and my parents are definitely a lot more reserved and reserved. cautious of what I do. Like I want to, like I want to take a gap year. And mm. right now, I'm saying 2020. And so my parents like do not are totally against me like doing that. Mm. Well. Yeah. So, but but I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> but like, you know, so they have their opinions, but I, they have their opinions. But I just you know I they just most. gotta trust who they raised. That they raised a good girl that takes you know. You'll do. Hey, I'm really looking forward to the future. And, but her yeah, parents are still support system. But they still yeah they, they still support me. I have to yeah. prove myself. I didn't just jump in because I I was raised to be a doctor. And then Doctor. my junior year of high school, yeah, I was gonna go to Duke. Like we had a whole like, game plan. Like I was taking all these AP science classes. I love it with we all A's. <laughs> and I went to a camp and I hated it. And like the doctor li- literally told me I wanted to be a pediatric oncologist, so work with kids with cancer. And I was so excited. And I remember one day the doctor told me at the end of the day there's nothing you can do about it. And I was just like. What? Like, I can't walk into a hospital with that mentality. Am I going to eventually turn into that person? So I was like, nope, I'll still volunteer. What do I really love? And then I fell into movies. And yeah, I was was like applying to film festivals and making movies behind my parents' back. It wasn't until um, I got to, like, the NAACP, they have like a film making competition. And I won, like, the regional one, first place. So because I won, I had to go to Orlando. To, to, okay, to compete in the national competition, I had to go to Orlando. And it wasn't until then that I had to go to my parents and be like, oh, okay, so I need to ride to the airport <laughs> tomorrow so I can go to this competition. Yeah. It wasn't until then that I even knew they, that I was interested in it. And then they were scared out their mind. But when I started like winning things, getting scholarships, and getting accepted into schools, then they were like, okay, well, maybe she's talented. See, I didn't even know all that. Yeah. Wow. And you know that um, before we wrap up, but I know you guys are working on something together right uh, film yeah. film critics oh film critics. yeah so yeah we, we've done uh, the civilian um, working on that uh, want to hit the festival circuit with that eventually but um, but I talked about that that was the first part that we raised money for oh yeah we did right Indiegogo for that filmmakers should over $1,500 yeah. and what's it called what's it called again? The, the civilian the civilian, yeah, okay. the civilian, and Pine Sky too. But that was that was in that was our first IMDb credit. Yeah, fun fact of the day: we got an IMDb. <laughs> fun fact of the day. Yeah, yeah we got an IMDb credit for that. That was exciting. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, that was yeah. We sent it to a festival, and we I guess met made the required. Yeah, made it to a certain level and got a credit. And for, for those it. who don't know what IMDb is, it's kind of like a database. Of all film, what is film, just film shows, yeah. and it's it's a pretty big deal if you get a uh, your name and your actual project up on there. So yeah. that's actually yeah, that's that was great. exciting. But um, 
now we have the civilian, and then we also have a web series called Two Broke Film Critics. I love it. Uh, where we critique it. online content, where um, so shows on Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, Netflix and web series too. Like web online. Just any web any filmmakers have web series. We um we reviewed uh, Reagan Gomez's Surviving. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a it's a zombie apocalypse uh, <laughs> web series. And Keith um, broke his leg. Keith broke like his leg. Yeah, um, he was yeah from Thirty Rock. We reviewed his as well. So just online content because you know to, as broke film critics, you know <laughs> college students, young you know people from humble yeah. beginnings. So like I said, yeah. Um, and where can people yeah. find that if they're yeah. interested in... It's on YouTube. Literally, yeah. YouTube, YouTube. Type in Two Broke Film Critics. And if they you have your own web series or something that you want us to like watch, email us. Email us. At two Broke Film Critics at Gmail. Gmail. Yep. Yeah, so why don't we get in all of your social media plugs. So, all right. ready? Mm-hmm. Drum roll for this and <laughs> get it in there. Okay, well, you can find me at k.giselleJ everywhere, hey. like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm Rayshon, R-A-E-S-H-O-N dot Morris on Instagram, Facebook Rayshon Morris, Twitter Rayshon D Realist. <laughs> D Realist. It's like from 2012. <laughs> just let me live. We all have a Kunta's grandson. Oh, AKA Kunta's grandson. That's the little, you know. That's a, that's a. Because look, I have a, I grew up on roots, okay? Like, yeah. My mom showed me roots in sixth grade and she hates that she did this <laughs> ever since I've been gung-ho about just our history, ancestors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I was on a roots like binge watching time and then I changed my name to Kunta's grandson. Um, <laughs> and that was like spring 2013. Hasn't changed Hasn't since. Not. And probably won't change. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rayshawn D. Realist um, on and Twitter. And you have a website, right? Oh yeah, my website's realvintage.media. So you'll see some of my projects that I've done. And if you want to work with me, you can send in an inquiry form. And for me, as you guys know, you can find me on Instagram at Taylor LN underscore writes, writes as in W-R-I-T-E-S, uh, or you can find links to everything on TaylorLNWrites.com. I will make sure to put my mom, my mom went in on the photo shoot before we started here, so you will see a collection of photos in a blog post the same day that this is released. Um, also, I'll put all the links to their social media uh, platforms, and I just wanted to thank you two no, so much. Thank you. Thank you had so much. Fun. This was really. I'll be allowed to come back like multiple oh, times. Oh yes! <laughs> no, I, it was so funny. Like I wish, I wish that we we were in the same city or you were staying at yeah. longer. But we would be. We will be eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because I eventually, I think, uh, I think I like to have like guests featured. Yeah. Uh, Guest co-hosts mm-hmm. for like a couple episodes at a time. Oh, I love it. Fun I think fact. our conversation is fun and yeah. I'm looking that forward so to the future yeah. for you guys and everything. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on my show. Like I said, go on to the website taylorlandwrites.com to see the blog. And thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to stay positive, follow your dreams. Yay. I love you guys for listening. And until next week, this has been Two Time with Day. With time Taylor. Ray Sean and Giselle. We love you. Bye yes. guys.